You are traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Tone Zone. And welcome to the Tone Zone. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen, and today we have a very special episode. Uh, I'm joined by Juliana. How are you doing? I'm great, Anthony. <laughs> and Lexi. Hey. And uh, today we're going to be talking about something near and dear to our hearts, especially, I definitely mine. I Yes, I agree. Uh, <laughs> Pixar movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what Pixar means to us uh, in childhood and now. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Um, the movies, we're going to be uh, ranking them, uh, talking about what we like, what we don't like, and we're going to look at uh, Pixar recently uh, and how they project towards the future. So I want to start off by asking, as a kid and as a, now, what does Pixar mean to you? Growing up, Pixar movies and Disney, but you know, they were just kind of things my sister and I would bond over so it's just something that is important in the sense that we grew up watching them they're always there they're there now and with sequels and stuff coming out it's kind of nice to have a I guess re-sparking of the magic that was there when we were kids so that's just kind of cool to have yeah when I think Pixar I think nostalgic because that's totally like what we grew up watching and it's something that we can watch now it's something that doesn't age with time it moves with time and it's a family friendly movie and everybody loves pixar yeah i agree with you guys i mean i'd probably say the pixar films are the first films i really connected with yeah. uh because i mean i remember like my earliest experience of watching a movie is probably like toy story or the incredibles and I think as I've grown up, I that love for the movies hasn't wavered. Like even in eighth grade, I made a, I did a 30 minute presentation on Pixar. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's been part of my life. And the reason I love it so much is like, um, I mean, my probably my favorite kind of movies are movies that are for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's the best part of Pixar. I mean, if you look at movies that came out in my childhood, uh, looking back, they were really fun. They were really entertaining. Uh, I'm, I can understand them. But now looking back at most of them, they had complex themes. They had uh, adult stuff they were saying. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that I've really appreciated that they did that for everyone. And I think it's worked for the most part. I mean, throughout my childhood, they probably put out their best movies. And, yeah. So... Talking about uh, Pixar in our childhood, um, I really, I really think Pixar made their best movies uh, in the early to mid two thousands. You know, after Toy Story and Toy Story two, you had they went on like this hot streak with Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, um, Ratatouille. I'm not including Cars. <laughs> cars uh, was a bad idea on their part. Uh, the we'll first get, we'll, one was good. We'll get it. We'll get to we'll that. Get but like. Uh, with like Monsters Inc. and um, yeah, I mean The Incredibles, um, Up, Wall-E later on. Aww. I 
they they hit a stride and I feel like they've kind of faltered after that and yeah I mean do you want to get into the rankings sure yeah okay let's let's start with your right because you have you have a little you have some exceptions to the bottom yes um my rankings I feel like the odd one out in this group because mine are really unpopular opinions it's fine um I happen to like the sequels a lot not that I didn't like the original films but I feel like those laid a good foundation for the sequels to be built off of like Incredibles 2, Finding Dory, and Monsters University. I loved those. You made a good point, though. Like, we were really young when they came out, so it's like... Yeah. We didn't really like, understand it as well. Like, I agree with you on this, on that, especially with, like, Toy Story 3, because Toy Story 3 came out 10 years after Toy Story 2, mm-hmm. and it related to the audience that saw Toy Story 2. They were going to college, and that's what the movie was about. I think they're really good at doing that, but I have problems recently with the kind of sequels they've been making and where they've been going. So, I mean, I think I think most of them are fine, but they're not at the bottom of the list. My bottom <laughs> of the list comprises of Brave, Cars 2, and Bugs Life. I think they're bad. I don't think they're... They're not great. They're not great. I agree. I mean, Brave, not much to be said about Brave. It's very... It's so bad on so many levels it, it's for like so many reasons it's like a knockoff disney princess movie yeah why with like no character disney film i don't get that i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if people mistake stuck it for like a tangled ripoff like if you look at tangled it came out in the same uh time really close yeah. yeah and if you watch both tangled has much more personality mm-hmm. tangled is a great movie it's a great, movie. great soundtrack just great everything yeah so and, good, and Brave is just Brave just so bad. Pills in comparison, yeah. <laughs> Brave is a ripoff of a Disney princess. Yeah, Pixar's ripoff of a Disney it princess. Really is though. And I haven't heard a single good thing about Brave. I've never I met anybody that liked yeah, I Brave. I was just gonna say that you never meet someone and they're like, my favorite movie is Brave. You. Yeah, I've never heard a good thing about Cars two either. Yeah, Cars same. two. I don't even remember that. They movie. made a James Bond movie with Tomater. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, Cars 3, I never saw it, just because it was, like, Korean or something. Yeah, Yeah, it was in Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that and, like, Bugs Life, they're so unmemorable. Bugs Life I now link with freshman year Kyle McBride. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's, why we had to watch in history class. Yeah, not, I mean, it's not that they're bad. I don't think a Pixar movie's really bad, but it's just unmemorable. Yeah, unmemorable, that's a good word for it. And kind of getting out, so those bottom three are kind of, in Pixar terms, they're kind of the dumpster pile yeah. of the, their catalog. And I'd say next is Cars 3. I think, um, I watched it this summer with my brother. I hadn't seen it, but I, don't even rem- I think it's good considering the expectations I had, which were very low. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was, I thought it was a fine, like, uh, remake of like a Rocky movie where he feels old and he feels weathered. And that's a good comparison. I've never no, because really... yeah, with cars. Yeah, because car the cars one and cars three they're they're sports movies. Yeah. They're like they're like Rocky, and if Cars is like the first Rocky movie, it's an athlete in their prime, mm-hmm. and Cars three is them at the end of their career. They they don't know what's next for them. They don't know if they should retire. But yeah, I think it has better moments than the other three, but it's not very remarkable, and. The next movie, a little better than 
Cars 3, I'd say, is the good dinosaur. I know you haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't oh. seen it, so I don't really... It's a good one. Everybody I, likes it. I just never it's, saw it. Never. It's weird. I think it's a visually gorgeous movie. I agree yeah. with that. But, like, the, it, is it the scene with the lightning bugs yeah. in the field? That one's my favorite. But I think the story so isn't very good. Yeah. And I think... And I think uh, that resonated. I think it's Pixar's like first financial flop. I don't think it made a lot of money. Yeah, because it came off. It came off this. It came out the same year as Inside Out. Oh. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I don't think people were very into it. And I think yeah. I mean, it's it's a gorgeous movie, uh, but I just don't think there's much behind it. Yeah, exactly. And never like I'm me not being a big movie like bluff. Uh, buff. <laughs> it, it would be buff. Uh, yeah. Buff. Um, it didn't like. I really have to want to go see it, and I just never wanted. Yeah, to go I'd see recommend that it. One. I mean, I think it's more ambitious than the next film, Cars, which raises more questions than answers. <laughs> there is no reason this movie should be about talking cars. Yeah. This could be about any. Like, I think, I think something Pixar does really well is uh, they take a really unique idea, but it's unique for a specific reason. It serves the story. Like, you look at Toy Story, they're toys for a reason. Yeah. Uh, you look at Monsters, Inc., they're monsters for a reason. Cars could be a human, and he's like an athlete, and he gets That's stuck a- in a town. Yeah. There's no reason for them to be cars except for uh, toys, which I fell. I have a ton of Cars toys upstairs <laughs> from my childhood. But, yeah, I think, I mean, it's it's probably the most, it has more memorable scenes than the other two, so I'd put it ahead just by that. I, yeah. my family's, like, big on the whole Cars I grew up loving trilogy. the first Cars. My brother loves Cars. My dad is, like, every time a new one would come out, he'd be like, okay, guys, we gotta watch it. My mom, okay, we gotta watch it. I never, like, it never piqued my interest. It was always yeah. just kind of, like... I'd rather be doing something else. Like, yeah. And if you look at Cars, and I put this with Brave, too, they don't really feel like Pixar movies in that yeah. way. There's no... I mean, Brave is the princess ripoff movie <laughs> that we said. Mm-hmm. And Cars, like we said, it's... There's no reason, really, for them to be Cars. There's no re- real reason for them to be a unique way to tell that story. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think there's much to say besides that. Now, 13 through 15... This is this is a very interesting topic because as of recently, Pixar has started to make uh, sequels to their beloved uh, early movies, and fifteen I have Finding Dory, the sequel to Finding Nemo. I when I was ranking these movies, I forgot to add it. It's so <laughs> forgettable. I'm the total opposite. Okay, Anthony's 13 through 15 are my 1 through 3. So that just shows the difference of opinions we have. Yeah. But I thought Finding Dory was funny. I loved Dory. Um, they had some great actors in it. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I love Ellen DeGeneres. Like, yeah, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, the guy from Modern Family that's Phil Dunphy. The ginger? Uh, no. no. Phil Dunphy. Ty, Ty, Ty Burrell's in <laughs> Yes. What is he? He's the manatee. And, or he's a whale. He's a, oh, really? He's, yes. Was he the... And I wow. thought he made the, like, ooh sound. <laughs> he was known for that. His super, wow. his sonic wave. Oh, he was no. the blue Yes. Wow. And okay. I just resonated with Finding Dory a lot more than Finding Nemo. Wow. I feel like... So, so where do you have Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo is... Number fifteen. On I, my I have list. Dory there. I mean, I I don't see the appeal of Finding Dory. I don't like 
Finding Nemo's, I think it's a little overrated, but... It's like um, a classic, though. Like, yeah. when you think Pixar, you think... I think of it in the way of, like, um, I don't know. Like, if you think Beauty and the Beast is a little overrated. Because, I mean, it's a classic Disney movie. Like, you have to respect that. But it's like, eh. Yeah. Have you seen the live-action Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Not yes. good. What? It's not good. I thought it was pretty good. No. Well, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, a whole other topic. Whole other. Now, your number three is... Monsters University. I have it at 14, and I don't see any reason for this movie to exist. I saw it in theaters. I liked it in theaters, but, like, we're at the point in the list where it's kind of like, I like these movies. I mean, it's Pixar. I like them, but I expect more from them. Monsters Monsters, Inc. is such a good movie. It's a classic, and they follow up with a generic college movie. Mm -hmm. It's like any college movie. But with monsters, but with monsters, and it's a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what makes you like Monsters University more than Monsters Inc.? Well, like I like Monsters Inc. Don't get me wrong. I just happen to like Monsters University a little more. I kind of agree with that. The wow. ending of Monsters University. Tell me, you are not like shocked by the ending? I don't recall what happens, <laughs> but like, like I said, Monsters Inc. came out when I was really little mm-hmm. and being a child and scared by literally everything <laughs> some of like the things in that movie freaked me out yeah. so like negative I guess thoughts came with that movie but Monsters University was like kind of a flip and I was old enough to like remember everything and from what had happened previously it was just kind of like a oh this is a nice little change of events you know yeah. so it's just like I respect both movies Monsters Monsters, Inc. is a good movie, but I just have, like, scary childhood association with it. If you think about it, it is scary. Like, these monsters are scary children, and then they, like, trap down the one guy. Remember, they were trapping down Mike, and they were, like, torturing him and stuff. And then, like, I don't know, these kids are crying because these things are under their bed. I also think the, like, style of animation, too. Is that a creepy face? Well, obviously, yeah. Like, in Toy Story 1? animation compared to like (laughs) yeah i think i mean i think like the early to mid 2000s they kind of had like a growing pains period especially like you look at the incredibles compared to the incredibles 2 Mm -hmm. um i watched the incredibles last night and it's the incredibles 2 looks better it's probably my favorite visual visual pixar film but i mean that's not really what i'm looking at when it comes to these movies and i mean speaking of incredibles 2 it's my next one on the list um uh incredibles 2 i think it's fine i think it's a good movie i really enjoyed it but my i love the first incredibles movie so i went in with such high expectations and it was they weren't met i think it's it doesn't have a lot to say compared to the first one the first one is i'll get to the first one but the second one it tries to say some stuff. I don't think it works entirely. It kind of like shoots off. Yeah, like, and I think, I think it's going one way, but then it like. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know how you feel, but I really didn't like the villain. I thought it was com- really generic, and she had like no motivation. If I'm being honest with you, the villain was not memorable at all mm-hmm. because I can't even like the screen think slaver. Of who it is. I remember. Oh, it. okay. Yes, that was kind of a hmm. 
I liked it. I Incredibles two is in my top three again because <laughs> I I liked the plot of it. I thought it was like funny, but I also the screenslaver. I love the twists. I guess that's something that like Monsters you no. and Incredibles two have in common. They both have a plot twist at the end. Yeah, but if you look at uh, I mean the first Incredibles kind of has a plot twist with Syndrome, and yeah. I think that works better because if you look at uh the first Incredibles movie. Uh, he incredible he's trying to be incredible and he's it's set up in the beginning of the movie his motivations are set up but then in the incredibles 2 we don't really see her motivations it's, it's not yeah she's pl- like i get what they were trying to do she's trying to like masquerade mm-hmm. but by doing that we don't really see her motivations all that much so yeah i mean i i do enjoy incredibles 2 i have problems with it obviously i'm just disappointed it didn't live up to the first one so yeah now I think I think this is where the movies get great to yeah I think they're great now and 12 is Toy Story 4. It's the newest one. Mm-hmm. I think going in I thought this really shouldn't be a thing. I thought they really ended it very nicely with Toy Story 3. We'll get to that. Uh and I thought they did well. I thought it I thought yeah. it was a really nice looking movie. It was the story was good. I thought the motivations were good. It's really the finale to Woody's story. And I think that was needed because at the end of Toy Story 3, it's kind of an end for everyone except Woody. He hadn't really moved on from Andy. And yeah. through this, he accepts it and moves on. It was a nice little... Yeah, I guess it was a good close to the whole franchise. Yeah. Some parts of it... Or tear jerkers. Oh. Just gotta. Yeah. I, I agree. It, like, they had a lot of potential to be bad. Like, I Pixar could have really messed up the ending because everybody thought Toy Story 3 was good. But I think you made a good point I didn't think about. They never did close up Woody. You know, they closed Andy and they got the closure with that. And I think Pixar saw an opportunity to provide closure for something we didn't realize we that didn't it. receive yeah. receive closure because i mean if you look at the rest of the toy story movies and toy story 4 toy story 4 is really just woody's movie oh really yeah. Is, yeah toy story it, toys the toy story movies have always been ensemble movies mm-hmm. and they've always been like buddy movies with him and buzz buzz is barely in toy story 4 that was yeah. shocking to me he was like a side character barely i don't think they handled him very well they made him very dumb but yeah it's fine. Kind of I, it was Woody's focus, a... anyways. I like yeah. Bo Peep in it too. That yeah, was, that was I like, thought so cute. Yeah, to bring that back. I'm glad they brought her back. Yeah. For a while. That was um, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they did good. And obviously, they they did a good job introducing new characters. Oh, for sure. Forky, uh, I think we an instant Forky. an instant fan favorite. <laughs> yes. I think we all Everybody love Forky. Everybody loves Forky. Yes. I'm a I'm a apologist for Duke Kaboom. I love him. <laughs> Yeah, you I know, love Keanu I'm not Reeves. even gonna lie to you. I was like, "That's Anthony." <laughs> I liked the um, oh my god, the bunny and the ducky what was it? And, oh, Ducky yeah, and Bunny. Ducky and Bunny. Key and Peel. That yeah. was the comic relief that they provided with like yeah. that's what I, added the funniness. And before we move on, the villain I thought was really compelling. I thought it so, it was. I mean, Toy Story has had really good villains. Sid, um, the Prospector, yeah. Al, um, uh, Lotso, oh, and yeah. and now Gabby, Gabby, and I, I thought liked she was her. because I mean she's not really the villain. There's no real villain, but she's 
the antagonist for most of the movie, but it's just a misunderstanding. And I think that's really fresh. I kind of liked how they did that. Like, you could see how clear her motivation was and what it was. And it just kind of made you, like, feel bad because she's trying to take down this character who's been, like, a main focus for so long. But it's it's for, like, a wholehearted reason. She just wants to be loved and accepted. And it's just kind of, like... I liked the way they presented it. It was good. I didn't like her, her dummies, but... Oh, I thought they, they were. were I thought they were fun. They were I like so them. creepy. But like the kid, that's a good message for kids. That like a villain isn't always just pure bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that's it's, a good message. I there's two sides to everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They did a really good job at displaying that whole. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Uh, next, I have Finding Nemo. I think, I mean, a lot of people have this as number one. A lot of eh. people consider this an mm-hmm. absolute untouchable classic. I think it's. I think it's a great movie. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it's the best of the best, but it's like a movie I associate immediately with my childhood. Absolutely. Like my aunts yeah. and I used to watch this all the time, but I agree. It's not like the best. Yeah. I never really watched it as a kid. Never. It was sort of sad. This kid got separated from his dad and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just made me not want to watch it because it was a little too sad for I mean, my childhood. That, so. There's always that separation or death in something that's just yeah i think good at to to nemo's credit i think having that in a kid's movie is really powerful because Mm -hmm. there are kids that go through that every day that's true and it relates to them on such a major level Mm -hmm. and i think that's really important and also it teaches lessons to all the kids so i think it's really important to have those deep stuff in a kid's movie uh yeah so i i i personally don't really see finding nemo as one of the best of the best but i think it's i think it's good i see why people like it uh next i have toy story 3 for a little bit this was my favorite toy story movie i always flip between the three this is literally just shawshank redemption (laughs) it is yeah with sunnyside i mean it's lotso's my favorite uh toy story villain and it's really emotional and they're kind of following what up did they try to pull at your heartstrings <laughs> i have problems with that later uh but yeah i mean it's just more of the same from toy story come back 10 years later they didn't miss a stride yeah it's good that That's was good. true a good 10 year gap and it's still good very yeah. strong i was kind of i don't know i just noticed something of what you said about gabby gabby in toy story 4 how all she was, wanted yeah. was to be loved well that's same, lots of same, lots same of. motive yeah, yeah. Oh, so i love lots but of. like they did that to where none of us realized that they were reusing the a thing, theme though. yeah that's well, smart i didn't notice I ju- that yeah i was just if you look at the too. four toy story movies they're all about insecurity about losing your kid they're all yeah. about like feeling obsolete Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, we'll get we'll get to the first and second Toy Story movies. I think they do that really well, but yeah, that's that's through all the movies, and all the villains are kind of based on that. Yeah, that's actually yeah. I like Toy Story three. Toy Story three was my whole family wanted to go see yeah. that one, no matter yeah. what age Ken, you were. Ken's yeah. really good oh, in that. My guy, that's the thing I love about just the Pixar movies, though. It like. My parents are obviously older than my sister and I, but it's always <laughs> oh, just really? something. I know, right? <laughs> Who would have thought? It's always just something that brings everyone together, though. Absolutely. And I really appreciate that about the whole. Yeah. What I they agree. do. Uh, next, I have Inside Out, uh, number nine. I 
if I was doing my favorite, like my favorite movie, I did both mo- what I think are the best movies and one of my favorite movies. I would probably put Inside Out a little bit higher. I'm a big fan of this, but I it's not perfect. I really like the message about uh, you need to have a little sadness with the joy, and I thought that was really good. I I agree with that. I loved Inside Out too. It was great the way they portrayed all the emotions. It's probably my favorite Pixar cast. Yeah, I love. It's got Bill Hader in it, and I love Bill Hader. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler's great. I love that. Mindy Kaling, yeah. It, like, yeah, had some deep topics, but, like, in fun ways. And it was just, like, an uplifting movie. It was relatable on multiple levels. From many ages. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Like, when they go inside the parents' heads, that's kind of, like, funny. That's fun. And then uh, I think the real highlight of the movie is when uh, Joy's down in the, like, depths of Mm -hmm. the forgotten memories and the bing bong thing oh my, oh my god that really made me like rethink my whole like childhood of my imaginary friends and stuff i don't think i had any I, imaginary friends i would say that and the the scene where sadness makes all the happy memories sad yeah and then it cuts with riley realizing what she's doing leaving and like she gets off the butt oh yeah, it's it really was so good. powerful. That it's was a really powerful good. movie. I love I think, that one. Yeah, they did a really good job it's at really relating good. that, portraying yeah. it. I'm also a big nerd for like details and how I was talking about the animation like quality, I guess, between like Monsters University and Monsters Inc. The attention to detail they have in Inside Out and like the character's skin. Have you ever noticed yeah. how it, like it, it like shifts with whatever angle i guess they're yeah, going yeah. at yeah just i love stuff like that and that movie visually was just outstanding mm-hmm. it was so good yeah. i i mean i think they they pull at your heartstrings like all modern pixar movies do and i'm i think it does it well i think it's one of the one I, there's a lot of pixar movies that do that thing and mm-hmm. i'm not really on board with it but i think inside out works with that yeah. um Next, I have Ratatouille. This is, I oh love, I love Ratatouille. It's been a hot minute. All I think of is a meme nowadays. I feel like <laughs> the internet sort of ruined Ratatouille for me. Because I, I just think of, like, it became a big, like, meme and joke on, like, Twitter and stuff for a while. But it's a good movie. Yeah. It's really I'm, interesting. I mean, it's got, yeah. it's got, like, the classic Pixar tropes. It's, it's about somebody uh, wanting to do something, but something's holding them back obviously that's classic disney but i think it does it in a really fun way yeah i, I agree who thought about it's... a rat cooking i love that <laughs> but by controlling so him by the hair head. too under oh. the hat that honestly makes so no creative. sense if you actually think about it yeah but I mean, hey but like that's what makes you like it almost because you wouldn't yeah. have thought of something like that it's yeah i mean it's more of the same but i think it's them staying really consistently great with Ratatouille. Yeah. I think it's really good. I also love the animation in that movie, too. It's so good. It's like a French angle. French angle, just, I don't know. I can't even describe it. It just, it makes me happy when I watch it. The visuals are just fantastic. And the message, everyone can cook. I really love that. Even rats. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next, the first, I have the next, the first Pixar movie, Toy Story. This uh, was the first computer animated film. It complete success, as we know, spawned three sequels. And yeah. I watched it uh, this summer. My brother and I watched all the Pixar movies, uh, or all the Toy Story movies. 
and this is this is an hour and a half it's so concise and so perfectly done yeah it's astounding what they did it's a breakout film because it changed the way movies were made and yeah. produced. And, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, when they were doing Toy Story, when they were developing it, they had Woody as more of like a jerk and they had to scrap the entire thing. They had to scrap the entire like story wow. and they had to redo it. And they and what we got is what they did. That was really and, good. Yeah, I just think it's a instant classic. Uh Tom Hanks is way great, obviously, yes. and Tim Allen. Yeah, he I, was fantastic. And it really started the whole like I think a lo- most of the Pixar movies are about feeling insecure, and mm-hmm. I, this is where it starts. You, I mean, Woody is insecure about losing his place. With he goes from being top dog to like thrown to the side. Yeah, and it's an interesting with interesting with uh, thing with Pixar when uh, juxtaposed with the classic disney movies now if you look at like aladdin or uh the little mermaid there it's all about the protagonist wanting to get something and then they end up getting it mm-hmm. pixar movies are more about um the protagonist wanting something but that something is to stay where they are yeah. and as the movie goes on they kind of learn to accept that they have to change That's and cool. yeah so like I always think of it as like the Disney movies are more uh, idealistic yeah. and Pixar's more realistic. I, there's obviously exceptions to that rule. I think Ratatouille's a little bit more like idealistic, but yeah, I think I think it starts with that. They it was a great formula that they got with Toy Story and they obviously used it. Yeah, they took what kids loved and they just brought it to life. Like, you know, when you're a kid, you Literally. always pretend your toys are talking and stuff and you play um imagination games with them and then when you close the door you don't really think about anything else but now they've come to life and that sort of fed into what we always imagined when we were kids and they presented this really big topic of change through toys yeah remember the dog in the first no 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 no. oh i'm sorry Buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We named our it dog was, after him. And Bus, Buster's in Toy Story 2, but I'm talking about Sid's dog. Yeah. Oh, like how, okay. Well, how, like, uh, I love Buster. How, like, crappy he looks. Yeah. Because it's 1995. <laughs> Sid was creepy in itself, okay. too. He had a and, mega mind. And the reason they made it toys was so they could have, like, the plastic he look because they couldn't do human faces. Oh. So That's Andy, why they never showed. Andy and his mom are the same face. Oh my god, I've never what? even noticed that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's why there's literally not a lot of humans in it. Yeah. There's, it's no, you see and their like feet? Bust, and like Buster in the beginning of Toy Story 2 is kind of them flexing like, oh, look at us, we can do a dog. We can do a dog, and I love that. They yeah. show Sid a couple times in Toy, like, Toy Story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. scary. You know yeah. Toy Story 3, the guy doing the, like, the garbage yeah. guy? That's Sid. That's Sid. Okay. It all connects. Not yeah. to like... But the Pixar theory. Have you oh, read I have heard the it. Pixar yes. theory? Yeah, I think it's interesting. That's that amazing. That is the most it's fun. intricate. Oh, I. It all we connects. We were obsessed with it in like, what was that? Like sixth or seventh grade? There yeah. was a phase. We all would just talk about, oh my gosh, I've never noticed this. And like the Easter eggs and everything that just connects together. And it's just mind blowing. And it's funny. That came out like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And how many movies have come out that are i mean to be fair most of pixar movies today are sequels but uh like the new movies they reinforce 
the Pixar theory. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. I think it's fun. I love, love I love it. That kind of stuff's just great. It like I agree. brings everyone together. That's a nod. To it the gets company. your head. It gets the cogs spinning, and yeah. you're just like, oh, this is why Pixar is amazing. Yeah. Another reason Pixar is amazing. Up. I love Up. They yeah, that was a good Up one. is. Up's kind of um, weird with me. I love Up. I love it by itself, but I think the trends it started with Pixar are bad. So, obviously, the first 15 minutes of the movie are amazing. Yes. No words spe- spoken, and it tells you everything you need to know about Gar- Carl and what's happened to him. And I think that's a really good thing, but I feel like um, the kind of pulling at your heartstrings, I think they do it way too much now. I feel like... I would say Disney movies as a whole do it too much because, um, I mean, you look at look at any of the animated movies you've seen from Disney, they always try to, like I would say, Inside Out, like Bing Bong. Um, that was toy- like a nice like splash though. They didn't try to like make yeah. you ball your eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, I mean, I have I have a little bit of a problem with that because I feel like they're trying to get cheap cries i agree instead of like they movies usually get like cheap laughs for kids movies but they're trying to get cheap cries but i feel like up by itself is really good it's Mm -hmm. probably got my favorite musical score in any movie and yeah the characters are great it's the characters are memorable doug and kevin like those are possibly the best sidekicks ever and like um you remember russ right that was russell yeah, russell. Russell. russell yeah and you like Adventures remember that kind of stuff there. see like there are taglines so many from that phrase oh that, i mean from that movie that you um remember now like i said the pulling of the heartstrings thing people think that's people usually associate that with the first part of the movie i associate sure. the best part of it the best part of the movie to me is when he opens the scrapbook and he finally looks at the end, yeah. and it says, like, you were my adventure the whole time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was just, that, connect, that built a foundation. The first 15 minutes built a foundation oh. for you to, like, connect with the characters the rest of the way. Yeah. And, it, it, like, the whole movie's about Carl kind of, like, acting in guilt. Like, yeah. he should have been doing this earlier. Yeah. But it gives him that kind of reassurance and push where it's, like, you don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. Just... You don't have to be chasing something. You already gave me so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful. I love it. And the balloons, that's again another fun idea Iconic. you would have thought of. Yeah. Balloons pulling a house up into the sky. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Dogs that could talk with the, by their collars and stuff. <laughs> it gave them personalities. Oh, so like, good. that was funny. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Really uh, great ideas. Next, I have uh, Monsters Inc. I, yeah. I've this for a time. This was my favorite Pixar movie. I love this movie. Mike Wazowski might be my favorite Pixar Mike character. Wazowski. It's so good. Like looking back at it, watching it as you grow up, it just gets better. Yeah. It's funny. It's heartfelt, especially with uh, Boo and um, I mean Sully. So yeah. Yeah. It's they know how to take childhood like aspects of your childhood and make them come to life. It's whole monsters under a bed thing. And it yeah. was so creative how they took the kids screams and like that's how they functioned. And yeah. it was so cool to creepy. see it from a different perspective 
And the monsters were so fun, and it had, like, an exciting ending and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah. You know, there's nothing bad you can say about it. I know I said this movie scared me as a child, <laughs> like, just a little bit. But um, we had a PlayStation 2 game that was, like, you just played through the plot of Monsters, yeah. Inc. Yeah. And that was, like, a big part of my childhood with that. So the movie and, like, the kind of things they did with it, those were big in the whole yeah. growing I will, up scene. I will have to say Up and Toy Story 3, they had games on the DS. Oh, good yes. mo- good games. The quality. They were good. Um, now, we've been talking about mostly older Pixar movies. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the quality comes from that time. But this the next one's two years old, Coco. I <laughs> love this movie. Yes. It's so good. This one did such a job on pulling at the heartstrings. When my whole family watched this, my mom and I were like bawling our eyes out. And my dad was like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, it's not that bad. It's just the message in its entirety is so great. And it is just such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I think I think Coco does what Inside Out kind of tried to do. Uh, it, for At least for me, I wasn't really immersed in Inside Out's world. It just felt like I was watching a movie, a really good movie at that. But Coco, I feel like I'm in that world. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm with Miguel. And it's, I mean, my favorite kind of movies are buddy cop movies. And this is a buddy cop movie yeah. uh, just through the land of the dead amazing music un yeah, poco the music loco was so good the visuals the visuals are gorgeous mm-hmm. this is just such a pretty movie it's appealing and it's like appealing to all of your senses yeah it's just it's a great one it so brings good. a whole culture to life yeah and it teaches yeah. you about the culture mm-hmm. but it's also like and it's not like pandering it's yeah. it's embraceful it's celebratory and it's yeah it's just really heartfelt and how can you not love Miguel and like want to cheer him on and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, I mean to knock it a little bit. I mean, it's not really a knock, but uh, it's kind of got that like princess thing where it, he's kind of like a Disney princess in the way where like his <laughs> he does his family doesn't really approve of what he's doing. Yeah, he rebels. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's Ariel, but he plays the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he comes from a different oh, background. Man. Yeah, yeah, he's not a mermaid. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we all love Coco. That's something we can all agree on. It's a good and one. I mean, this is kind of where the list veers. I mean, we all we all agree on number four, but then it goes then it completely veers. haywire. But I, for three, yeah. I have Toy Story two. Do you like Toy Story two? Oh 2? yes, I love Toy Story two. Al's toy barn, and I love the whole scene um, when they're like fixing Woody and stuff. Oh. And I love Jesse. They introduced two oh. new characters that stuck through all the rest of the movies. They, so what in what Toy Story did was amazing, mm-hmm. really good, revolutionary. To- toy Story two did it better. Yeah, they just bumped and it up. Like the opening was Zerg and um, yeah, Al's toy barn and the best scene in the movie for me is the uh, the like montage of Jesse oh, being like yeah. abandoned and I feel like that's like with Up it's kind of like the show don't tell thing you don't need dialogue and Toy Story two does that was kind of the first time they ever tried to do that and they did it really well but the, it it's not the best time they did it we'll get to that but uh, yeah I. 
They introduced Bullseye and Jesse. I think Jesse's might be like the second most complex character yeah. in the whole series. Because she, that. have you seen like the uh, Toy Story shorts? Like, yeah. like they. I think there's one where they're like in a antique shop. It's not like Toy Story four, but like Jesse has to go inside a box full of uh, uh, styrofoam. Like, oh yes, corn. peanuts. And she, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's like really afraid because she doesn't want to be abandoned again. Yeah. And that kind of it's that kind of stuff that carries through everything that I really appreciate about the Toy Story films. Yeah. It's just done so lovingly. And I appreciate how they didn't, like, make the romance between Jesse and Woody. You think, like, that'd be so cliche, but they actually made it towards Buzz, and Buzz had his own separate story in Toy Story 2, sort of, too, um, with, you know, all the other Buzzes, like, coming at him. Yeah. I can't believe I almost forgot this. My favorite character in any of the Toy Story movies appears in this movie. Who? I'm showing them a picture real quick. I don't think that I've ever seen this Toy Story. You have not? What? What? Because you're sitting here talking about all this in my life. It's, um, um. So what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, you uh, his arm, it? his arm comes off? Yeah. Al's toy barn, they try to sell, he really want to sell him for like a ton of money. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen Toy Story So Jesse too. just appeared in Toy Story 3. No, like, okay. When did this movie come out? This uh, was 1999. A, fu- a fun thing about this, um, they almost lost the whole. They lost. They almost lost the file to this movie. <laughs> they almost like deleted it. The what? file has been deleted from my brain because I don't remember anything but about this. I was. I, I couldn't find the picture, but my favorite character. I saw him a lot of a lot of times in Disney World. I love him, Wheezy. Wheezy on the shelf. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was. And you have the payoff at the end with the him sing. You've seriously never seen Toy I'm Story two. I'm so mad right now. I Go need home to and watch it. I need to. Oh, penguin. Okay, okay. It's all about Woody. Uh, not knowing if he, like, if the whole dilemma with Woody in this movie is, um, if he should go back because he's cherished by these people. He's the last of his kind. Yeah. And he feels like he's being um, nurtured in this way, but he's not. Being nurtured would be with Andy, and he learns that. Yeah, it sort of, it gets a nice... To anyone who has not seen this movie, I would recommend <laughs> seeing it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't want to spoil Bullseye? the rest. Oh, I love him. I feel bad now. <laughs> Let's go I'm going to remove myself. I'm at, I'm at my top two. These okay. movies, I at, these two movies might be in my top ten movies of all time. Wow. I love both these movies so much. Number two is Wally. I love Wally so much. You know, I never heard of anybody saying that except you. I saw Wally in the theaters, and that was probably the last time I saw it. Was that when Emily get mad every time I say I don't like this movie, and I just okay. What Up does with visual storytelling, mm-hmm. Wally does it in an hour of the movie. There is no talking in this movie besides Wally Eve. Really? And they create a believable and amazing and one of the best love stories ever put to film. And it's amazing. Now, I can see if you criticize the part with on the axiom with the humans. Yeah. I personally disagree. But, because I mean, I feel, I mean, going back to the, uh, how Pixar uses obsoleteness, they, the whole human race is kind of, kind of uh, neglecting what they did to the earth. Yeah. And they're kind of going away from it. Right now. <laughs> and it is 
a beautiful love story between two robots that can only say each other's names. I don't disagree with that. It's just the whole, when I did see this, I was young, and you just said there was, like, no talking. Yeah. That wasn't, like, that was... Boring. Difficult for me to... It was difficult to keep my attention. I agree with that. Yeah, I didn't appreciate it. And then because I had negative association as a child with this, I was like, I don't want to watch it again. I will watch it again just for you. Yeah, I think I should watch it again. I for sure am going to watch some of these again. Please watch this movie. I love it. But I just... It just didn't intrigue me as a kid. I didn't appreciate any of it because... I watched it once, didn't like it, so I'm like, oh, I'm exactly. not going to watch it again. I, complete opposite for me. I have, like, a, um, I have a big Wally, uh, like, action figure, but it's the size of, like, I don't know, like, a big box. Uh-huh. And it's amazing, and I love it. I don't <laughs> like, know where it is, Like, he's a cute but, yeah. character, and I like, like, I like him, but it's just, like, the story. I couldn't follow it. Because yeah, was, I couldn't like... follow it either. And I guess, I guess you could call it a little preachy, but I don't, be with, like, the whole environmental thing, but yeah. I, I just don't see it. The I love it. The funny. All I remember is that the humans I are just really remember fat. Them being, yeah. It is. That's all I remember. Extremely overweight. I love it because it's ambitious, it's Pixar's magnum opus, and it is so intimate and personal at the same time. Mm-hmm. I love it. The company... By and large, wasn't what is that? What else is that movie? Uh, God, I'm it's in sure. it's in a lot of them. Yeah. I think it's in some of the Cars movies. Okay, yeah, because it's like because like you have Dinoco or... in the Toy yeah. Story movies, yeah. and that's a racer in the Cars movies. God, it all connects. So Pixar theory, <laughs> yeah, and the final movie, number one. I don't think this is top. This is one of the greatest movies of all time. Two thousand four, The Incredibles. <laughs> I adore. This is a perfect film. Yeah, it's a good movie, you know? Yeah, I like it. That's it all. Is, it's a family drama. It's a very good family drama disguised as a superhero movie. But even though it's disguised as a superhero movie, it's maybe the greatest superhero movie of all time. It's so good. That's a lot coming from you. Yeah, I know. And I, I may seem a little biased in this way because I love superheroes and movies but with I superheroes. Feel like that's like a good person to speak on it though yeah but what i love about the movie is that it's so different from other superhero movies and other movies because it's all about uh mr incredible feeling out of his prime feeling like no purpose like i love the scene where him and frozone are uh in the car uh (laughs) checking the police things and then they catch the fire like it's just like um it's like an guy in his midlife crisis going to work out or like buying a motorcycle he's he wants to get back to what f- makes him feel good but then he makes mistakes he lies to uh he lies to helen he goes does missions and it gets him trapped by syndrome the best pixar villain i love him yeah. i love him so much uh and yeah i the the payoff where they're in the island and the family's fighting together it's that just was cool. so good and the family comes together and Mo Moda was that her name Edna Mode Edna Mode darling darling Moda. no capes yeah no capes. she was fun they had a lot of fun characters it was a fun plot I liked her character in Incredibles too yeah I, I agree yeah she was too. fun she was fun that was one of the highlights of that movie yeah have you seen the short for uh 
Jack Jack. Oh, Jack yes. Jack Attack. Yes. That was so funny. And Jack Jack at the end of the movie with the babysitter I like and everything. Yes, well. that was yeah. so funny. I, I, I don't think there's much more to say about The Incredibles. I love this movie with all my heart. I have like a cassette tape that tells the story. <laughs> and like, like a CD. It's, yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I mean... It got a hundred percent. No, no, oh, this no, is no. Toy Story Two. I was just gonna say. Toy Story Two has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. I think it's funny. Anthony's top three. I don't know about Wally, but a lot of your top ranked ones are also popularly I, rated among the entirety the of the public. Just, too. just a warning to everyone: don't look at Rotten. Don't take Rotten Tomatoes as like scripture. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I mean, never... yeah. I I don't think it applies to much films. Yeah, yeah. your top three on Rotten Tomatoes are all 90, 95 or above. Hey. There we go. It's good. Um, yeah, so we went over all the Pixar movies, talked about what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, and I want to get back to what Pixar has been doing recently. Like the whole thing with um, the sequels and everything. I'm personally not a fan of them revisiting these movies. I feel like they're... Like I'm fine with an incredible sequel. Like I'm fine with that. I've kind of gotten over that. But I feel like, the, I feel like when these movies were made, they were so singular that I, I don't think they warranted sequels. I think that especially with Finding Nemo yeah. in Monsters, Inc. I feel like those ones definitely could have just been left alone. Yeah. And even on some parts, like with Toy Story 3, you did mention that, I guess, it wasn't really too, too prevalent that Woody wasn't completely done, but there they was, yeah. could have stopped it after Toy Story 3. If they ended it, it would have been fine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. It was just Pixar going, let's, let's give them a... Let's give them more of an ending and we'll make money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I a think for everyone. A se- one sequel and, like, that's enough. Yeah. If there's opportunity for it. Definitely. I don't think, with the exception of Toy Story, because Toy Story was the OG that deserves a little more. Um, don't go past two. If there's an Incredibles 3, stop. Oh, no, no. I actually, You're beating I, a dead I'm horse. actually all for, for an Incredibles 3. Well, that's because you love Incredibles. I think Incredibles 2 is fine. I was happy it came out. But, uh, yeah. I think the cars is kind of them oh. overdoing it. They need to make they some need... new stuff. Why even I was there a Cars point? two? What was? Oh, because the first the car, whole... the Cars, Cars made a lot of money. Okay. Cars yeah. made a lot of money, and then Part they made money. Then they made like planes movies. Do you remember those? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh no, yeah! Not... I forgot <laughs> no. about those. Oh man, that always yeah, made that me so weird. angry. I was like, yeah, that was that was a grass blatant cash grab. Yeah. yeah. I so I I feel like. And looking towards the future of Pixar, I mean, they they've really recently really recently released a trailer <laughs> to uh, Onward, which comes out early next year, and starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt and My Julia Louis Dreyfus. And uh, I think this is all. I'm all for this. I'm all for original movies by them, and I think it looks fun. I yeah. it's really different too. It's so different. Yeah, it's going into like a realm of something they haven't really touched yet, exactly. and I'm excited to see how they do that. Yeah. They're going like mythical for yeah, one. Mythical. And it magical, doesn't really. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Pixar movie, but I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I was thinking DreamWorks when I first saw it. It does kind of that's feel like what a DreamWorks. I was kinda... Hopefully, it's like a really good DreamWorks movie, like Kung Fu Panda. Oh, I love, love Kung those. Fu Panda. It's so good. Um, it has a lot of potential because it's something that Pixar hasn't done before. Pixar has always sort of touched on like topics that can relate to us. There's nothing yeah. relatable about well, Onward to where like well, I mean, of I mean, the creatures. Maybe. maybe Maybe they touch into the relationship with, like, fathers. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it has potential to do that kind of stuff. But I feel like 
I don't know. They're probably going to tug at the heartstrings. I mean, they're Pixar. It's what they do. I mean, there's half a dad, you know. Yeah. He's going to come back. Watch so it's the gonna trailer. Watch like, the he's trailer. Probably, he's probably going to have to leave, and it's going to be like, like Tom Holland hugs him, and it's like, oh. And he shaves his head. But like, freaks do him. you hate that? You know? No. People like it's, that. That's why they keep doing it. It'll be cool to see the way they create this whole new world. I'm, yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah. And that, and then uh, Soul, what's, which comes out in the summer, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited. I'm more excited for that than Onward because the guy who did it has done, um, he did Up and uh, Inside Out. Yeah. And it has Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Questlove, and David Diggs. <laughs> and it's, it's a really fun concept about its music and uh, souls, obviously. Yeah. But... Yeah. Read the synopsis. Give a quick. Uh, so it's it's about a middle school music teacher who wants to play at a big um, jazz band, but then his soul is ripped from him. <laughs> uh, and it's it sounds fun. It sounds yeah. weird. I'm all for that. And yeah, I I just I'm really happy that Pixar is kind of going back to that because if you look at the recent movies, the best one, the standout is Coco. Yeah. You have Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4, you have Monsters U, uh, Finding Dory, but then in the middle, you have Coco. Coco, world, worldly renowned. Mm-hmm. And it's a brand new concept, brand new story. And I think they should be doing that because I think that's when they're at their best. Yeah, I agree. That's a lot of potential. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's all we could really say about Pixar. I think... Yeah. Um, obviously classics growing up obviously they were great they have great movies uh, they've kind of fallen to complacency to making sequels that feel safe, yeah, safe. when they were when they were making a lot of risks early on I agree like a rat cooking <laughs> yeah like that's a risk planes uh, a movie <laughs> really? a, a two hour movie where half the movie is no talking and that's just a risk. visual storytelling, and I'm really happy that they're gonna appear. They're probably gonna get back to that, mm-hmm. and yeah, I yeah yeah nothing bad to say about Pixar. All happy memories associated. It's all with been it. a big cycle, or not a cycle, but a um, process throughout yeah. evolution. Had their wins and their losses, but yeah, it's all very monumental at the same time yeah i mean doesn't love pixar yeah it's a big part of everyone at our age's childhood yeah and even your parents like it because they had to watch it when we were watching it yeah and it has stuff for them it has stuff for everyone yeah i appreciate the pop-ins of adult humor yeah because like now that i'm older and going back and watching stuff like that it's like it's so good though yeah Yeah. and like the the incredibles has a lot of that watching it yesterday uh it has a lot of that stuff and it has a lot of stuff like commenting about like superheroes in general and that's really fun like i didn't notice that as a kid and that's it ages with you that's yes yeah i mean we're really excited about pixar in general and what they're about to do uh do you guys have anything else to say I oh, learned from is, this. That yeah, you're, you're really big on the messages. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's no reason for a movie to exist other than to say something. Yeah. That's just kind of like a new perspective to pay attention to. Because I've, like I said, I always look at like the quality of the animation, like just kind of if it piques my interest. But I'm kind of gonna pay more attention to plot and 
the message now. It's kind of yeah. interesting to see your views on that, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I want to go home and watch all of them now, almost, because, like, talking about them, it brought up a lot of, oh, I remember that, or, like, oh, I missed that, so I want to go back and watch them all now, and this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I think I've said enough about Pixar and my love for it, but, yeah, I, I think we've said all we can about this, and I'm really happy you tuned in, and see you next week. Thank you. Yes, thanks, guys. Bye.